0: on this episode fantasy meets biopic in Rocket Man the story of rock star Elton John I'm Philip I'm Becca And I'm Jack and you're listening to PB and J at the movies all right so Rocket Man takes us on a journey through Elton John's life starting as a young boy uh, Reggie Dwight his birth name. And takes us through a, a fairly troubled childhood, um, his rise to fame as a rock star, and all the way through uh, the early 80s, I believe. So first thoughts on Rocket Man. I, I really
1: enjoyed the movie. I think it's interesting. Um, with the time period that we stop in the 80s, there's a lot of parts of his life I think that we don't cover. Um, So I think it's more of the tragic parts of his life that are covered in this film, um, which makes it very emotional. I was emotional during the film. Um, and I will say I also really enjoyed the inventiveness of how they went through his life, starting with the therapy group and going working through his life that way, I thought was an interesting take.
2: I liked this movie as well. I didn't love it, but I really liked it. I thought it was... Like you were saying, innovative to include the fantasy sequences that we saw. Um, we we don't really get that, and you know, Elton John is is the man himself is larger than life, and so I thought that was really appropriate for this movie, and it just made it really fun. Yeah, I thought the, I thought the acting was really great. I thought the singing was great. So yeah,
0: I really liked this movie. Walking into it, I wouldn't have said that I was an Elton John super fan but I found myself singing along to most of the songs um, and really being fascinated by his story and the journey that brought him um, to where he is today. And I did, like y'all said, love the touch of fantasy. I love the the singing. Um, Overall, I thought it was great. So
1: speaking of singing, I thought the singing was really good in it. I think Taron Edgerton did a really good job in it. I also think the other characters did a lot more singing than I was expecting. Um, because they used his songs, I think, sometimes in ways that they weren't traditionally written for. And they had different characters sing different parts of them to portray things, which I think is interesting. And I don't think there was a bad singer
0: in the yeah. group that I can think of. Yeah. I really like that the actors did their own singing, kind of made it their own mm-hmm. without just um, lip syncing along to, to tracks of Elton's music. hmm Which we had talked about earlier... So in this, I think Elton John told Taron to not do like a direct imitation of him to kind of make it his own. Um, so throughout, a lot of times I thought he really did sound a lot like him. Uh, yeah,
2: it sounded a little bit like he was trying to do an impersonation of Elton. Well, it was still really good singing. It
0: was good singing.
2: It didn't seem like sort of a reinvention of it.
0: yeah. And we should mention that Elton John um was a producer on this film, so was heavily involved in the creative process um along with his husband, I believe yes, and
1: as you said, Taryn Edgerton actually i guess lived at Elton John's
0: house for a while, yeah, so apparently they had become friends throughout this whole process, and um he stayed at his house. Um, just to kind of really, I think, dive into his world and to, to feel what that um, is like. And I guess learn from him what it was like for what he would be playing.
1: Also, I will say there's a lot of mental health portrayal in this film. And I think it's done very well um, and shows kind of the situations that lead to him. Spiral. Spiraling out of control, using drugs, using alcohol, attempting suicide, um, and then getting treatment for those things.
0: So I thought the drug <clears throat> the drug use was very uh, gritty in this mm-hmm. film and so for the fact that it was produced, he was one of the producers. I thought that showed a lot that he didn't try to um, gloss over that point in his life or um, romanticize it. It just showed like the, the just the, the grit. The negative consequences of doing yes. drugs. Yes. There was not
1: really any of the... I mean, it started out with some of the partying, mm-hmm. but then it really just showed the negative consequences. Yeah.
2: I think it came from a feeling of loneliness. He didn't have a support system. As you see in the movie, you learn that he had really terrible parents um, who fought with each other and um, just didn't really care about him and um then of course he finds in his writing partner Bernie um he finds a true friend um but as you see in the movie Bernie has to go live his life too he can't be with Elton 24-7 um and so a lot of the movie is Elton trying to find love and he thinks he finds it and his manager John Reed he turns out to be a big turd So um, I think a lot of it stems from that, but also the fame. I mean, that's so easy to do.
0: It seems like in this case, almost it was less about the pressures of fame and more about him trying to come to terms with who he was Mm -hmm. and where he had come from. Like you mentioned, this broken home. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
1: And it would be interesting to know how much of the writing is accurate on what people said. I mean, there's a scene where they show his mother saying, when he tells his mother that he's gay, and she says, I hope you realize you're choosing to be al- a life of loneliness mm-hmm. and be alone, and you'll never be loved, and stuff
0: like that, and I don't know if that was really said yeah. or not. And the same with when he, he his dad never showed any affection, never hugged him or anything, Later in the movie, his dad has this whole new family and he was like looking out the car window and sees his dad like pick up the son. And it was just
2: it was really sad. Yeah, it
0: was really sad. Or asking him to autograph a
1: record of his and then saying, yeah, oh, don't make it out to me. Make it out to my friend Arthur at yeah. work. Yeah.
2: So a lot of that, I was curious mm. how much of that was just him projecting feelings of resentment into those characters or if it was actually accurate um but then you know you go into well if this is going to be a story about elton's life maybe it should be portrayed as how he felt about them um i mean we do have fantasy sequences and so that's not the the, it's not like the entire movie is true to life you know he's you know, levitating in in one of his performances because he said in an interview that that's how he felt that night. Um, that just the whole weightless. room was floating. Yeah. Yeah. So you you have some you know creative license with it, and so maybe it doesn't have to be totally accurate. I don't know.
1: I'd also like to say not everyone in his life in this movie is portrayed as terrible like his grandmother Mm -hmm. yes um is totally supportive of him and uh and bernie but the grandmother i think is the first person who really just believes in him
2: she's the one who takes him to the where does he go the the royal conservatory of music yes where he studies piano
0: where you really learn that he was a child prodigy yes yes like is that true
1: That he can just, like, hear something once and play it on the piano? Because if so, that's really cool. Well,
2: that happens in real life. I I mean, there's people who can do that. So, yeah, I didn't realize that he was... I mean, I knew he was talented on the piano, but I didn't realize he was, you know, that talented.
0: The movie spent a lot more time um, in his childhood years than I expected walking into it. But I appreciated that background and seeing how he... um, had the, the God-given talent and the skill that launched his career later on down the road.
1: And I don't know who the actor was who portrayed him as a child, but I thought they were excellent.
2: Mm-hmm. The little kid?
1: The
0: little kid, yes. Yeah. Looked just like him when you mm-hmm. see the credits side, by side And I think it
2: was important for us to see a lot of his childhood because when you go back and forth to his therapy sessions... You know, a lot of it is him learning how to love who he is, coming back to who his true self is. And so that would not have been clear if we had not gotten a lot of his childhood. Um, Another thing that I learned about him was that he did not write his own music. You learn in the movie that um, Bernie, I don't remember Bernie's last name, but- um, Sanders thank you. I started to say, thank you, Jeff. Yes. Bernie Sanders. No Bernie played by Jamie Bell in the movie. Um, is they happen to meet, they get put together because Elton can write music and Bernie can write lyrics. They get put together as a team and they stayed part of professional partners for what over thirty years I think and they
1: said at the end fifty
0: years and they're still fifty. I think it's still going on working together.
2: That's right. Yes. Um, but they have a catalog of I don't even over what how many songs? I have no idea. But a ton. Yeah. Like probably like a million maybe. (laughs) I
0: I did appreciate how he not general public not knowing that how he gave Bernie that stage in the movie yes. and that credit that was cool I thought and kind of I think plays into their relationship and the friendship they've had all these years
2: because you know you hear of these musical duos where things happen and one person doesn't give any credit to the other person and so I thought that was I thought that was really important but um, yeah I'd, I never I never knew that until this movie
1: it was way more of a musical than I thought it would be. Yes, There's a lot of choreography, which I I should have been expecting with an Elton John movie. But there was a lot of choreography, especially from the beginning. You said the
0: opening sequence where they're dancing around in the street. I'll have to admit, I was a little nervous with that opening sequence. I was like, yikes. And then it kind of (laughs) leveled leveled off and was more traditional. Right. And by
2: the time you get to the next one, which I believe is when Mm -hmm. he's a teenager and he's at the fair. Mm Mm-hmm. Then it's like, okay, I think this works. Yeah, for sure. So one thing I wanted to talk about was how this movie compares to Bohemian Rhapsody, which we saw last year. Um, one of the producers of Rocket Man was also a producer of Bohemian Rhapsody, so I thought that was interesting.
0: Similar story, similar timeline. Um... Also
2: wanted to point out that John Reed played by Richard Madden, Game of Thrones, in this movie, uh, who plays Elton's manager and lover, um, is also portrayed in Bohemian Rhapsody because he also managed Queen um, in the 70s and 80s. So I thought that was an interesting connection as well. You look confused.
1: Does he sleep with Freddie Mercury? I don't
2: think they were lovers. We did not see... Aiden Gillen sleeping with Remy
1: Malek. Okay, I just wondered, because I'm like... No. It's insinuated in this that he's cheating on Elton John. Wikipedia just said
2: lover for Elton.
1: Okay, I'm just wondering, because it's insinuating in the film, or shown, that he's cheating on Elton John the whole time they're together. I
2: don't think it was with Freddie.
1: Okay, I don't know. I just wondered. I
2: don't know. So, when I was watching this movie, I had a hard time not comparing it to Bohemian Rhapsody, just because it's the latest music biopic that we've seen. And I gotta say, I liked it a lot better than I liked Bohemian Rhapsody. I thought the pacing was better. Um, It didn't seem rushed like Bohemian Rhapsody did. Um, We got some of his childhood, like we talked about, which we did not really get with Freddie Mercury. And we didn't have the fake teeth debacle. I will say that one thing I was telling Jeff and Philip, one thing that bothered me in this movie is, obviously Elton John has a gap between his front two teeth and they tried to do that to Taryn, but I think they put like some black stuff, (laughs) black star, I don't know. But it was really distracting to me I don't know. Anyways, how do do you think that, how do y'all think it compared to Bohemian Rhapsody?
1: I liked it better. I did not miss uh, having like a 20 minute long concert session. Yeah, I did not miss that. I think it was more focused on the story, which I appreciate. Um, No
2: lip syncing. There's
1: no lip syncing. I do think that Rami Malik does a really good job in Bohemian Rhapsody, but I also think Karen Edgerton does a really good job in this movie. So um we talked about yeah, go ahead. Some people that are terrible in both of them, such as I think uh Mike Meyer, Michael Myers. Mike Myers. Oh, is the manager. Is awful. Or record exec or something. Yeah, was, like, terrible. that was random. But Bryce Dallas Howard is actively terrible in this movie, <laughs> in my opinion. Bad, yeah. um, so she plays Elton John's mother, and I think she's just awful. Um, <laughs> both her character and the acting. Yes. I think it was just miscast is yeah. actually what I think. I was going to say, I loved her in The Village, but... <laughs> <laughs> I love her in The Help. I think she's really good in The Help. Like, I don't think Bryce Dallas Howard is a bad actress. I just think this was the worst thing I've ever seen her in. Well, or maybe Lady in the Water is pretty bad, too, but... Never we're, saw it. We're
0: going to retitle this episode, Rocket Man Slash, The Life and Times of Bryce Dallas Howard. Oh, I really like the, uh, the like I said earlier, the the actual singing, the characters actually singing and not the lip syncing. Um, Elton John definitely has a very unique voice. I feel kind of like Freddie Mercury did, but they were able to, I thought, recreate it within reason. And I also like that Elton John was a producer. So you kind of feel like you're kind of getting this um, authorized biography where it seems like with... Bohemian Rhapsody, there was a little controversy over whose side of the story was getting told. So obviously we're seeing what Elton John wants us to see, but I feel like he shows the good and the bad and we get a a good idea of what it was like.
2: Mm -hmm. How about we talk about Oscars now?
0: Okay, let's start
1: with Elton John is an Oscar winner. Best original song uh, for 1994, Lion King. Circle of Life. Uh, who's nominated feel- for Circle of Life, but he won for Can You Feel the Love Tonight?
0: Okay, pause on that because when he is in the bottom of the pool, was there not a little intro that sounded like Can You Feel the Love Tonight, but then turned into Rocket Man? Yes. Yes. Okay, and they
1: they do that quite a bit in this film where they play little snippets of things. There was another time where they played a little snippet, I think, of Candle in the Wind. Yes. Yeah. Um, but they don't. And I, that, do that was the one thing. song
0: I missed. Yeah. I really missed. And Can You Feel the Love Tonight. I'll yeah, like
2: I that. wanted some Lion King, but I realized that they were going chronologically. So. Yeah.
1: And that's it's another cool. interesting thing before we go back to Oscar stuff. This really does stop in the 80s. Like, we don't get any Lion King. We don't get any Princess Diana. We don't get he
0: married someone. Where was Mona Lisa? Kids.
2: Where was Mona Lisa? That song.
0: I don't know. Oh, Mona Lisa in Mad Hatter. In the Mad Hatter. Does he sing that?
2: Uh, so. what?
0: What? Oh my gosh! Are you even qualified
2: to do this podcast? It's like my favorite of his songs. Well, after Rocket Man, so
1: goodbye, Yellow Road. Oh, goodbye, Yellow Road. Uh, your song is yeah, one of the greatest songs. Ever. Tiny it was dancer. dancer. Oh yes. anyway. Yeah, that like.
2: <laughs> That's the one song Philip knows. Tiny dancer. <laughs>
0: um, Pinball Wizard was a good one. Yes. Oh, I guess I don't know that one very well. So. back to
1: oscars um i definitely think costume design it's set up for that it's a movie about John. the credits they do side by side pictures of the
0: costumes and the the pictures which they were based on which Um, i really like because some of those i was like i know he's like a little his style's a little out there but i was like this is crazy and then you see that side by side and you're like oh that's like oh
2: yeah it's
0: definitely yes the a chicken costume or I don't know if it was a chicken or a rooster or a peacock I
2: think it was a devil
0: oh no he's talking you're talking
1: about the orange costume with the horns he's talking about the chicken (laughs) costume there was a chicken
2: the multicolored yeah oh
0: I was, was just a like, chicken. this is a, a lot. And when he came yeah. out dressed up as like Queen Elizabeth or Which, something, like. Queen Victoria, oh, yeah. Queen Elizabeth. I think it yeah. was. Oh okay. yeah,
2: I had never seen that costume
0: before. Neither. I don't. They didn't show that
1: one side by side. <laughs> yeah. I wish they had. If that yeah. was real, they did show it side by side. They oh, did. Really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't and it. it's real. Okay. Google it. <laughs> um, I will also say this: I do not feel bad for that woman, like that Queen he married. That he married. Like, how did
0: she not know he was gay? And that was
2: a weird thing to add in there.
0: Obviously, that is part of his story. It felt very um, rushed. Like a snippet. Yes. And we didn't even really, like, figure out who she was. And then they're having breakfast, and he makes a pretty strong screwdriver, and then it's like, she's done.
2: Yeah, I feel like we missed something there. And I had read a long time ago that he was married at one point. But I thought it was a lot earlier in his life, apparently not, like, before he came out as gay.
1: Well, I think he wasn't out. Like, I think that was the whole thing about you have to talk to your parents so they don't say anything. That's why Reed told him that.
2: Well, I read, in, I read on Wikipedia that he came out as bisexual in
1: 1974.
2: Oh. So by the time he married her, which was 1980-something, I'm, I don't know. I just I think thought that they was were really... good
0: friends, and she maybe understood the arrangement. It just went went south. Yeah,
2: like she had to, she that's had to sure. know. I mean, well, clearly you see them walking out of separate Different bedroom. bedrooms. That's true. So I figured, okay, this was an arrangement.
0: I think but that then... alcohol and the drugs just caught up to him. And yeah,
2: she... I think that's why we saw her crying and him apologizing, and obviously that was very important to put in the movie. I just thought like. You see them married right... Like, the scene where they're getting married happens right after, like...
1: They meet? They
2: meet each other in the recording studio. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like,
0: she's in the movie maybe two minutes.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I guess it was something they felt they needed to cover. Just, it could have... Maybe we got... We might could have gotten a little more info on that. I keep getting
1: distracted. (laughs) Costume design, production design...
2: Yeah.
1: Maybe writing... Maybe Taryn. Maybe Taryn Edgerton, just depending on how it's
0: received. Maybe Bryce Dallas Howard.
2: Bryce has (laughs) no chance. Bryce better hope for a Village sequel. Although,
1: you've heard my um, The Help uh, theory from the movie The Help. They're all winning Oscars, so she'd be next.
2: She going to have to try a little harder. Because you've
1: got Viola yeah. Davis, Octavia Spencer, Allison Janney, Emma Stone. Emma Stone.
2: That's true.
1: Actually, probably Jessica Chastain will be next, hopefully.
2: Yeah.
0: So it sounds like it'll potentially have a pretty good showing at the Oscars.
1: And yeah. Bohemian Rhapsody Perfect. last year did well. I think it overperformed, especially in what it won. In fact, isn't the only thing that it lost was Best Picture? I think it was nominated for five Oscars and won four. It won more Oscars than any other film last year.
2: Yeah, and I have a lot of thoughts on that, but we won't go into that. Well, that's true. That's <laughs> not
1: what this is about. But I'm just saying, like, it, they had, there was a lot of support for that. Yeah. And so maybe people like it. Yeah. That kind of stuff. Which means maybe, I'm underestimating. maybe this it will be nominated for Best Picture.
2: So, yeah. I think we all liked it. We all love Elton John. I'm going to see him in concert in October. I'll update you guys on that later.
1: I'm really jealous.
2: We're going to be be, nosebleed, but...
0: That'll be great. (laughs) Can't wait to hear. And that's a wrap on Rocketman. We all loved it. Recommend it. Go see it. Let us know your thoughts.
2: We're gonna do a contest. So, we we haven't gotten any emails yet. (laughs) So we want people to email us. So our contest is, if you send us an email and tell us what movie you're looking forward to the most this year and why, we are gonna put your name in a drawing and the winner will receive a movie gift card
1: for $25
2: for $25 sponsored by Jeffrey T. Neal, MD. So send us an email at, well, not at send us an email to PB at the movies at gmail.com. That's the letters P B A N D J at the movies at gmail.com. Thanks so much for listening.